Hello and welcome to another Back to Normal but Never Informal Dressed to the Nines and Sipping on Wines episode of Geshcast Gaming Podcast coming to you as ever from the barrel of a rifle. I'm Gav. <laughs> I'm Phil. Hello. Hello. And we're back to normal back in Scotland. We're back in sunny Scotland. Hey. Sunny, miserable, rainy oh, Scotland. Hey. But we've got our bags full of love and Bullshit. luck and gaming goss. And we've been playing a lot of computer games as is our want. As we do, uh, we've got, we're kind of feeling strong and in charge of our destinies mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, yeah. I so, feel lethargic and sleepy. I will wait till I give you some of this. An injection of games. <laughs> yep, a meat injection. <laughs> uh, so what we're going to talk about in the next hour or so, we've uh, got a few things we're talking about on live. Mm-hmm. Phil and I recently got into the on live service. We're going to talk about what that service is and what we think about it. Mm-hmm. We touched upon it last time after our first impressions, but yep. now we're going to go balls deep, balls to the wall, owning the system yep. and what's happened when you pluck it out of dreamscapes yep. and place it in your own home. Cold, hard reality. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to talk about games we've been playing recently, not just on live, but games we've been playing on other bullshit consoles. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> as well as your favourite news, reviews, and views and, and shoes. And of course, the podcast within a podcast, everyone's favourite. Oh, yeah. Game of we'll all be connecting to the alternative parallel universe in which we live on a wall and face demons with phone games. Yeah. Okay, so what we'll do, Phil, if you'd like to hit the music and we can get started. Cool. Rubbing my hands. So, Gav, we've been back about a week now since Aye. our adventures in London. Yep. Uh, we took a horse and cart back up. We did, we did. We saw, it's been good because you know you're getting closer because you start to see a lot more Greggs. Yeah, uh, the Greggs percentage <laughs> rises exponentially the closer you get to the border. Once you know you're every six metres, mm-hmm. then you know you're back in Glasgow. You're safe and home. What safe. was your favourite thing that you brought back from uh, London besides uh, non, non-computer non game related? Oh, memories. Memories? Yeah, we went on the Jack the Ripper walk, as we said in the last episode. Fine prime memory. Oh, absolutely. My favourite thing was bringing back 12 Krispy Kreme donuts yeah, from a giant I, I, I was going to be box. Those... Uh, <laughs> Like five minutes before we have to leave for the train. Mm-hmm. Come on, Phil, come on. You're like, mm. the weirder thing was getting stuck behind two rabbis. Yeah. Who were really taking their time over what donuts to and get. You can't, you can't push a rabbi. You can't rush a rabbi. You can't rush a rabbi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, the donuts did survive. And you did rush those Krispy Kremes. I did, and then I rushed to eat them as yeah. soon as I got back in. And then they gave me the shits. Uh-oh. But they were extremely tasty, so... Thanks, London. Yes, Thanks for just opening your arms to us and being so yeah, welcoming. Yeah. London was fantastic. I'm going to go back down, see the London donjon. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to go back, Phil. You got to chat into a very tall, another very tall man. A ghoul. A ghoul. He did say he came up and he was on sort of stilts and he's like, and you thought you were tall. I'm like, I'm actually still taller than you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sporting for a fight? Big uh, man. What's the deal here? So I could have pushed him into traffic. You actually frightened him into giving you two for one entry. Yep. To whatever there was it was, it wasn't the London Dungeon. It was, it the, was London the London Catacombs. something along those lines. The, the, the more metal version. Yeah, it was definitely London. very metal. They had a little uh, midget fella out the front they with uh, a Madame Guillotine. Yeah, with a gallows, with a, with a dark gallows, a look gallows, a look gallows. But anyway, enough of London. That's sorry, behind us. Sorry, I'm still dead excited. The aftermath was on live. Now, when we saw on live at the event at Eurogamer Expo, they did say to us, "We'll send you some." Because we're giving them away for free. So yes. we'll send you some up in the post after we had a wee interview with them. Mm-hmm. For that interview, mm-hmm. you can listen mm-hmm. to the last episode. They finally arrived. Um, it took a, what, about a week or so and they finally came to us. A tense week. A t- it tense, was, especially for you. <laughs> well, you've got to see now what it's like for me waiting for anything. I'm like yeah. a petulant child. Yeah, especially because I was, I was responsible for receiving the packages. Mm-hmm. So it was like, mm-hmm. have those arrived? 
Have they come yet? No. Have they come yet? No. I'm going to phone the guy. Right. So Phil phoned the guy, got them sent through, and uh, we eventually got them. The, the first thing that kind of strikes you when you get your online boxes through, for those that maybe don't know about what OnLive is, there's been a bit of hubbub about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we only launched in the UK, what? On 22nd, 22nd. September. Um, it's a cloud-based gaming service, which basically means that all the sort of processing is done on OnLive side of things on their servers, and they're basically streaming the gameplay to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a very simple way of putting it, but that's that's basically kind of, basically it. Yes. Yeah, and it's very easy. As we first heard about it, being very skeptical about it, but now we've spent a lot of time with the service, um, seeing how it runs and how it operates mm-hmm. in our own conditions at home. Yes, because that was obviously always going to be the decider. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely you, you see it there, and they go, oh, "This is this is running on normal, yeah, online software." Is it? Is it really? Is it though? Is it? Is, is it? it? Um, so, is it so let's let's go through you first you got it home is it you unpackaged it yep tell me what you thought initial thoughts when you actually received the system first thing was a brief joy because we got something for nothing yes absolutely always um, nice it's always just nice it's from the outset it's very clear that on live they're eager to establish themselves as a viable competitor to mm-hmm. the other kind of gaming platforms and so when you get it there you've got the boxes slick as hell looking it's all professional really sturdy the build quality of the console and the controller are just superb. Yeah, um, dead, you know, chunky and sturdy. I expected this kind of almost third-party Mad Cat's controller lightness to it all, mm-hmm. but it's all just really heavy and chunky and good. Um, again, with it, you get all the stuff with it. So I mean, you're getting your HDMI cable, Ethernet cables, rechargeable battery kit, and it's all solidifying that notion that on lives they're providing this kind of complete experience that you can. Get, it's ready to go within minutes. Rather than kind of fanning about and you know, fuck, I need to get an HDMI cable now. That's all there. Mm-hmm. Plug in and go, and you're on on live. Yes, so uh. that is good, and it just is kind of a professional kind of pitch straight off the bat, which I really liked because I was I was expecting something a little bit shitty when it came through. I was expecting you know it came through in like maybe a plastic bag. I <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it came through in a Lidl's bag. I like farm no, the there, but... the uh, the build quality of the system itself, like you say, is great. Yeah, uh, but just like the presentation. Yeah. Of all, the box is really nice. You mm-hmm. almost didn't want to bin it. You know, it's I, one of their boxes. I kind of want to keep a hold of this in case I want to put that away. Because why return it? <laughs> <laughs> in case it's shite. But luckily, it's not. Luckily, it's not shite. It's not something you'd immediately ch- trade in all your existing gaming stuff for. Because mm-hmm. it's still obviously an unproven technology. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm almost there. <laughs> almost, almost. Well, why almost. don't we discuss the actual console unit itself first? Yep. It's approximately the size of what would you say? A packet of fags, mate. A packet of fags, maybe a DS. Um, yeah, slightly a, smaller a, than a yeah, DS. Slightly smaller than a DS or three DS. Mm-hmm. It's very light. Yes. It's best thing you can use to play it for us. It doesn't really overheat or get that warm. No. I had a little feel of it after a couple of hours play, and it was quite tepid. Yes. So. It is effectively just a media streamer, so there's yeah. not an awful lot within there. Yeah. But what it does come with uh can provide you with you know the highest quality that it can provide yeah. so it is hdmi support mm-hmm. there is like one of those mad uh laser output things what are they called i think it's for sound i don't know all oh, right yeah, yeah i'm yeah, not yeah. very technical when it comes <laughs> to these things you might plug your mini disc player into it yeah. to record <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'll go into it real briefly because i do have a list of the shit that's on the actual unit okay so you've got the two usb points at the front yeah you've got a little Nice little clicky on-off switch. Little clicky on-off switch. Uh, the USB can support keyboards, mice, and USB hubs. Mm-hmm. So you can actually plug more devices into well, it. That's what I'm very happy with, the fact that the USB hubs, the USB thing can, can take keyboards and mice because there are quite a lot of games on it that are 
PC kind of keyboard mice only. Yeah. So games yeah. like Amnesia and stuff. I yeah. checked out. So I really want to play that, but I can't play it. Because it's keyboard and mouse only. But now I can. Now you can. That's the nice thing about it. We should say that uh, the games that you're playing are effectively PC versions mm. of the games being run off servers. So, like you say, a lot of keyboard and mouse action yeah. on a lot of the older titles. And obviously it opens it up to, you know, RPG, well, not RPGs, RTSs. RTSs. Things like that. Yeah. Uh, the also comes with for video and audio uh, HDMI. Yep. Yes, Real I think this is this is the laser beam one, the yeah. S slash PDIF port. Maybe completely wrong. Don't know. Uh, it has an analog stereo mini jack, so you can plug external speakers into it. Good on should it. you want to. Ethernet port, and. That's basically your mini unit. It's kind of a black, sleek-looking little motherfucker. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, it's just kind of got that piano black sort of finish over the top of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, tiny, and for what it does, really, I mean, I know it doesn't really do anything other than stream the media. It's all done on their side. Mm -hmm. But such a tiny little bit, so... Just it's, it's, you can just put it away somewhere and never it's, have to think about it. It sits in the gap between you know the stand on my TV, mm-hmm. not specifically just my TV, but yeah. your, TV, your LCD TV stand, yeah. and then there's the gap before the actual monitor yeah. starts. Mine fits nicely in that little kind of yeah. two centimeter gap. It's great. It really slides discreet. in there. It's nice and discreet. It is indeed. You were saying you get all your gear with you, so you yep. get an Ethernet cable with it, you get an HDMI cable with it, obviously your power cable, mm-hmm. and one excellent controller. Yes. The controller is lovely, um, sort of style, sort of a mix between the Xbox and PlayStation pad. I've written it down as it's like an Xbox and a DualShock done had a baby together. Done had kids. Aye. Done fucked. <laughs> but horizontally aligned dual sticks. Yeah, down at the bottom, dual sticks at the bottom. You can hear Gav actually physically moving the That's sticks. That's how they sound, people. Uh, it's kind of, a, if you imagine, uh, it's more, I would say, uh, an Xbox-looking pad than it is PS3, but with straight the... Straight Xbox off the butt, yeah. The, the sticks are just horizontally aligned rather than an angle. An you also get uh, the your two trigger buttons, two shoulder buttons, uh, and a set of media buttons. Yeah, kind of, you've got your uh, rewind, record... Looks like eject, pause, and fast forward. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing like you're watching video on it, or if you want to record your own clips, which you can That's do, it. which we'll talk about. We'll get night. into that. We'll get into that. Nice. And also the control. Just to say, the control's got a nice D-pad on it. It's mm-hmm. stiff and it's quite sharp on the edges, but I think it'd be really good for fighting games, which is coming. You know, we'll get Street Fighter Four, etc. On on the. I don't actually see it on the service. No, it's but there not was there a lot. Yet. There were a lot of people playing it at yes. the expo. Yeah. So that's something to watch out for. Uh, the again the build quality of the actual product though yes. is just top notch. He- it's he- I'd say heavier than your kind of standard pad, but it's got more sort of cutting around. Mm-hmm. It's got more little extra bits on it, so more bells and whistles than you usually. The unit itself supports four of the pads wirelessly. Yep, four pads wirelessly. Uh, I don't know if you can play four pads wirelessly in an additional. Mm. with keyboard and mice no idea I also haven't tried plugging in any AR controllers yet just to see if they work yeah because who knows who knows me who maybe, knows? maybe. Uh, you get a kind of home button style yeah big button in the middle flanked either side by the start and select buttons yep uh, again it has a nice kind of gloss finish on the yep. the top of it and then it kind of goes to a matte finish on either side great. But I'm very impressed with it I feel sometimes though that the, the shoulder buttons the, sorry the triggers mm-hmm. are a little too strong so no, like, I like that. I see, like resistance. See, see, sometimes if you're playing a game like maybe Deus Ex, uh, Human Revolution, uh-huh. you're really reliant on holding down the trigger yes. when you're hiding. 
when you're really pushing down on it and you're waiting for like maybe a guy to walk by patrol, you're like, I really wish I didn't have to hold this fucking thing down. Finger shaking. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh God, oh God, I'm going to let go. Finger workouts. It's only appointed at more people. I know. More sternly in my life. I want to wag this finger at more people. It comes with a battery compartment. Yep. So you can either use double A's, two double A's to two run it. A's. Or it also comes with a rechargeable battery pack. Which is great. Off the bat, again. Clean charge kit effectively thrown in. Yep. Uh, yeah, the actual build quality of the whole system and the controller is first rate. Yeah, it's, it's surprisingly good for what the price of the whole thing is. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole the whole system itself is like what seventy quid, seventy nine maybe. 79. I think. Uh, even then, it's insanely professional looking. You know, as I said earlier, I was really looking to get this kind of Mad Cat style light and airy creaky pad. Yes, absolutely. Anything. I mean, it's probably one of the most professional pads I've ever came across. That's, it's almost one of my favourite features of it. Before I've even switched it on, yeah. it's like this is a lovely pad and it's come out of nowhere, effectively. Because yeah. until you know we got a chance to actually meet with them and get a chance to get hands on, we spoke about it last time on the podcast, yeah. uh, neither of us were particularly fussed. No, online. when we walked into that place and saw what presence they had, mm-hmm. I was really surprised because I was like, on live, really? Is this going yeah. to be, are they trying to make, they're not going to get me? No, that's it. We were so oblivious to it, we didn't yeah. even know it was launching that very day. Yeah. Uh, but actually receiving the units and getting a chance to play the service has been nothing but a constant joy. Yeah. Should we go in to the actual service? I was thinking we could go initially for the kind of, uh, well, in fact, tell you what, before we do that, uh, you obviously just don't need the console to play it on. No, no, you can play over the PC uh, or Mac. Or Mac. Um, all it takes is really just downloading the client for it, mm-hmm. and away you go. And it's exactly the same setup, because you're, the device is kind of uh, non-specific or non... It's not related to the device you're using. Yeah. It's always the same interface that you're yeah, using. Yeah, that's great. It's always the same crowd that are on it. It's yeah. always the same community behind it. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. I mean, free to sign up for the online the online service, and I think that gives you a good idea of what how the games work and how, because when we'll go into the features of it later, mm-hmm. but just having a wee poke about the service, you don't have to buy anything, you know, it's no. just, there's no subscription straight off the bat. You can have, there are options for that, but you don't have to, you can just poke around, watch people play games, you can be like, yeah, I quite like this. I'm into this. It gives you a great taster from nothing about what mm-hmm. you, know, you can get into. The other good thing about it is, we're going into the service is, your first game on the marketplace is a quid. So one pound, I got, I got Deus Ex Human Revolution. It comes with all the extra shit from the uh, like augmented edition. augmented edition and it comes with the original Deus Ex. Nice. What more could you ask for for a one pound? Nice. So if you're on the edge at all and you've got a pound to spare, go on and try Absolutely. it out. Even if it's just through your PC. Yeah. Play it and I don't know, man. I don't see, I can't imagine anybody, unless the expectations are so high. Yes. I just don't see anybody really not going, yeah, this is great for a quid. Yeah, I'll <laughs> at least try it for a bit. And that must be what their, their, the plan is. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's clearly... just to get people on board. But it, it doesn't seem, at no point do you feel like you're really getting ripped off by this. Go no. on, even if you're slightly on the fence, go on, have a look and get that pound game. Yeah. Fuck it, why not? It's you, a pound. Exactly. And I mean, you're talking, I mean, a, a 40 quid game. There you mm-hmm. go. Even like Warhammer Space Marine. It's yep. on there. I'm just playing through that for one pound. Precisely. And, and if you do have a Mac or a PC and you're playing it on that, it's compatible with Windows smart uh, controllers. Yep. So uh, Xbox controllers. Yep. Xbox 60 wired controllers will work. Off the bat. So, no, um, I can't really. I know it sounds so like pandering and, you know, oh, we love it, you know, kissy kissy, but it is a great piece of I think we've just both been uh, impressed by how impressive it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
it's easy to get excited. I don't think we tend to get excited when we're lying that often on this podcast. Yeah. So uh, to be this excited about a product is nice. It oh. feels good. And I think that's why we're both so excited about it. Because it feels like it does kinda, feel so honest. And Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost like a kind of getting on a ground floor or something. Yeah. This is a wee gem. Uh-huh. And people are still treating it like it's not really there yet. Anyway. 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 Uh, the interface. The interface. Oh, well... The thing is, with the online, when it first starts up, you get a real online logo, and then you get sort of an earth-shaped thing, and it zooms in, and yeah. then it's a big grid, and it's hundreds of different people playing games. Mm-hmm. So you see it as as if watching over their shoulder, hundreds of people playing games. Yeah, as the if whole world is like a, like a grid of screens, yeah, and you slowly swoop in towards it. So, I mean, that's all very dramatic, but the thing I don't like about it is, I mean, the actual dashboard of it mm-hmm. is a big grid, and it's it's functional, but it's quite ugly. I think it's just kind of been drab grey grid mm-hmm. with kind of. I'd like to see a bit more sort of personality kind of striking through it. The online service doesn't, and it's just. I know it's just fledgling, but it doesn't seem to have a personality of its own yet. Mm-hmm. Not like you know Xbox or PlayStation; they've got a very distinct style. Yes, this seems very. Uh, I don't know. I think as the service becomes more defined and gets its own fan base and it gets its own sort of market, as it will, we'll see kind of more fun poking through. But it is just just functional at this point. Yes. And I don't know if that's maybe just intentional to give you a portal to the games as quickly as possible without any bullshit poking through. I can appreciate that, but at the same time, it's just dull grey. Conversely, mate, mm. I fucking love it. Yeah. It's okay. like it's uh, a grid of nine initial squares, three by three. Yeah. Everything's laid out dead simply. It is very simple. I is very... It's, everything's named very well, just like the arena, marketplace, your games, your friends, uh, the brag clips, which we'll get yeah. into and like market, settings marketplace settings yeah. all that kind of stuff dead dead easy to navigate dead simple yeah. no bullshit I, there is no bullshit but I would have liked the option maybe to and it might come mm-hmm. you have a note I'd like any I mean anything spot the thing about on live seems to be they're not sort of bound in a way that they can just be like fuck it let's just try this yeah they, they don't have that sort of uh, restriction it almost seems like uh, but it'd be great if you could maybe just pick your own colours for the you know, it mm-hmm. sounds like such a wee mm-hmm. small nitpick, but when I log on, it's like just this grey grey slab. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, God, can they not have just maybe made it bright pink? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a bright pink. In yeah, it. I can. I can. Uh, no, I also like because I don't know what it is. But it's like the PS3 interface is kind of utilitarian, mm-hmm. but and done in a fashion that's not modernised, but it's worked out to be. Slightly more visually appearing, there's a lot yeah. of squishing. It's got that kind of distinctive kind of PlayStation exactly. style to it. Yes, which is fine, mm-hmm. but utilitarian, but at the same time, maybe a little bit imposing for somebody that hasn't used a console oh, yeah, before. Yeah. The Xbox One, for all people go on about Xbox Live being a perfect service, it's, it's too much, yeah. and there's a fucking shit ton of adverts everywhere, and you've got you to walk find it down and no. round about and wait for your friend's screen to load. This is just boom, it's you're true, in. Yeah. Uh, and it, the 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 screens around it, I don't know if you've noticed because we only really know each other and one other person <laughs> yeah. on our friends list. But they'll your friends will always be centralised. Yeah, they'll be weighted towards. And that, so why don't we go to the top left hand choice <laughs> and select the arena, Gav? Cool. Well, the arena that essentially is going to allow you to uh, view other gamers that are playing in real time, mm. which is quite cool. So when you select arena. All the options disappear, and it's just like a grid of like a massive, never-ending grid. It seems of people playing games. Yeah. Uh, and again, it says kind of players receive notifications. So when you click on that one grid part, piece of the grid, it enlarges into the screen, mm-hmm. and that's just you 
watching somebody play. You're you know, now watching a, a live stream of exactly what they're playing yeah. at that time. And it's great. So you go, oh, Central 2, that guy's playing. I don't know if I fancy that. You can actually see the game in progress without any trailer bullshit or anything like that. You yeah. can see what the gameplay is actually like. Mm-hmm. It's a much better representation of what the game is about. Um, the best thing is, players, you'll receive a notification when somebody's watching you. So it will say, you know, John Smith is watching you now. Mm. Uh, and that really, it kind of puts the shits up me a little. Because, yeah. yeah, when I'm playing, like, maybe even a game like, let's say, a game like Deus Ex, where it's very tense, you're hiding, you're, you know, making sure you don't get caught. And it's like, somebody's watching you now. Like, fuck, somebody's watching me now. I better not mess this up. Be amazing. <laughs> I, I better mess it. Because there's options to give people cheers and jeers, which come up as yes. little... Uh, Little thumbs up, thumbs down. Little Caesar style. Yeah. Live, die. I wish I had had one or two thumbs up. I haven't had a thumbs down yet. But no, I, had a thumbs I up. gave you a thumbs down, don't lie. Oh, motherfucker, really? <laughs> yeah. Why'd you give me a thumbs down? Rubbish. You're crap. Rubbish. <laughs> but um, it's great. And I mean, I imagine that's going to be something that may be replicated with other future consoles from mm-hmm. other, like the competitors, because it is a great wee way just to jump in and go, oh, if I want fancy playing, you know, Warhammer Space Marine, yep. let's have a look at it. Oh, yeah, it looks like the kind of game I would enjoy, rather than, you know, getting some bullshit trailer that's... The other thing you can do as soon as you jump into watching somebody's stream is you have the option to play the game. Yeah, just or says, buy the game. Yeah, do you want to play this now? Do you want, do you want to just get this uh-huh. while you're here? Do you want a, a trial? Do you want to send this? this guy a message as well? Mm-hmm. Um, and as you say, it's all weighted, so when, you're, when your friends come on, when you go into the arena, they'll be the ones that are in the centre, so you can see all oh, what's fell up to, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can see him straight off the bat. Exactly, exactly. Um, the, do you have anything else to say about the arena? The arena, uh, what else can we say about the arena? It does serve as a nice advert for the games, mm-hmm. which probably saves on advertising yeah. because there's always going to be at least five or six streams of a game, which is yeah. quite clever in itself. You get, you get to see how many people are playing Batman Arkham Asylum as well. Mm-hmm. A lot. One in every like. <laughs> but you also start to get a sense of how community-based OnLive is. Yeah, absolutely. It's just... I mean, as access, the arena has access to millions, potentially, mm-hmm. of people just off the bat. And you go, well, there's somebody that's playing, let's say, Homefront, mm-hmm. if you're into that kind of thing. Jump in and play Homefront with yeah. you. Yeah, well, that was the other thing I was going to say. Just now. Uh, It's not just the fact that you can just get that game and start playing it. If you already have that game, you can jump into their game if it's a two-player co-op. Yeah. So they're playing fucking Simple. Lego Harry Potter. Boom, you're Hagrid. <laughs> now Straight you're, in there. Boom, now you're Hagrid. That's a good T-shirt. <laughs> now you're Hagrid. <laughs> But you can also uh, like things on Facebook, I believe. There's some kind yeah, of Facebook integration. if you're into that kind of thing. If you're that way inclined. Uh, yes. Uh, how about the marketplace then? The marketplace. we're talking about games. Yeah, sure. I mean, the marketplace is, unsurprisingly, where you buy all your game mm-hmm. content. It's kind of fairly standard. It's all laid out in a sort of a big list, mm-hmm. which you can sort uh, into you know, genre. You can, sort in, you can do a search through them, and it sorts into things like new releases, uh, special oh, offers. Yep. And the play pack, which we'll get into in a second. Uh, the best thing I like, the thing I like most about it, especially with online in general, is you're given the option with not all games, but some games more than newer games, to rent them over a spe- mm-hmm. period of three to five days, rather than making an outright purchase. And that's more appealing because the ability just to play through a single player game, yes, and then without dropping forty quid in the process, it's perfect. Like me going, yeah. oh, I tell you what, I'll play Duke Nukem 3D. Or you come forever, sorry. It looks shite. I don't want to buy it, but I kind of still want to play it. Yeah. That's perfect. Jump by three days, I'll probably run through it in that time. Uh, Never have to think about it again. <laughs> well, you also get like half hour free trials on a yeah, lot of games. On as a well. lot of games as well. Which is it's great. And I mean the it's just it's really again simple. 
there's no messing about with it. It tells you, you know, everything that you want to know up front. Yes. Straight off the Unlike bat. Unlike the PlayStation yeah. store. <laughs> yeah, it gives you, it, kinda, it doesn't oversaturate you with information, but it does tell you just what you want to know. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And it's all simple prices. It's not bullshit. You need 300 on life points for this. It's like, this is going to be 5 99 Yeah. Great. Perfect. Sign me up. That's all you need to know. So once you've rented, the, if you were to rent the game a couple of times, mm-hmm. once you've matched the price that the game's currently set at, yeah. it's yours. It's yours. It's, you get the full play pass or Perfect. whatever it is to the game. Yeah, absolutely great. They're all quite reasonably priced as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I mean, the newer games you're talking are usually about, the, about 35 quid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like in a lot of the, and right off the bat now that it's as again a new service, they're not, some of the games that are slightly older are yes. still running at a high price compared to the other games where you can maybe buy a game pre-owned or you can buy a game that's gone down in price because no one's bought it mm-hmm. through retail. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to have that initial drop that those do. Yes. But again, not having to bother with any discs and shit is, or yeah. even downloading stuff. Well, uh, yeah, that's another major feature yeah. the fact that there's no downloads, there's no waiting times, there's no game updates. Yeah. It's Once all you start a game, you're in. Yeah, no, and that's, that's great. And it usually seems to be games if they're coming with a game of the year edition mm-hmm. or they're coming with DLC generally you're getting that included in the price yes which is again uh, fantastic uh, again it eliminates that whole feeling if you're buying a disc crammed full of stuff and you only have access to 75% of yeah. it uh, the play pack yeah the play pack's good man it's the, cheap it is cheap it's six ninety nine a month yep and it gives you access to like a catalogue of 100 games mm-hmm. All yours to sit and play yeah. as much as you want. I think you can quit at any point. On yeah, the play pack if you can don't just get rid of it anymore. Um, the games do range from, uh, like you say, kind of new releases to a point because yeah. they are PC again, PC versions of the game. So it has to be you're not going to get Dark Souls appearing yeah. on it this week. Yeah, exactly. But they do go straight. But like you say, when you've got Deus Ex, mm-hmm. you've also got the original Deus Ex, yeah. the PC That's version. Great. Uh, I saw like Advent Children stuff like yeah, Advent Children. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know the one you mean. The, the David Bowie oh, I mean, even press select. Hurry! Right. <laughs> there's like even things like Batman: Arkham Asylum, Borderlands, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. loads of like little indie games. Was that game where the guy, uh, the dog, um, American football, Titus, and something Titus dog and football. Jay, dog yeah. football or something looks shit hot. I really it can't does. wait to play it. But um, there's, I mean. It, it, there's a big range of games mm-hmm. there that can, you know, from Train ca- is on Train. Braid. Yep. So you've got indie games, you've got PC games, you've got... Like casual titles. Hardcore titles. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you've got everything that you can... I mean, for six ninety nine, access to loads of games. Yeah. I mean, I know um, friends of mine are really into playing Unreal Tournament through mm-hmm. it. And you think, Unreal Tournament, that's just a game you can just jump on, have a wee quick deathmatch and jump out. Yeah. Probably Folk would pay six ninety nine a month just for that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and uh, the list is updated as well. So yeah. it's a hundred games right now, but it's not going to stay static at hundred. Mm. I'm guessing you're going to get as soon as they add another one, you got hundred and one. Eh, eh, eh. It's not bad. But also, when you sign up to the play pack, you get an additional thirty percent off new Other content. Games. This so, is just amazing. This is, um, this is podcast has just been a massive advert. <laughs> dude, we're we're breaking down the service a new gaming so I didn't worry about this yeah we do exactly the same thing with a new PS3 came a new PS3 a new Playstation came yeah. out no, no, we guess walking people through it that's what these people want remember the Gamecube one yeah that's you true. go back to like episode 4 or 5 yeah. and there was a whole retrospective on the Gamecube exactly the same uh, yeah the what was I wanting to go into next the the brag clip system should we go into yeah. that real yeah, quick yeah well yeah sure um 
Brag clips, it's a weird thing, but definitely something that I don't think it's something I'll use a lot. Unless something really spectacular happens in a game. Yeah. I'm one of these people that will, even if something big and massive and crazy happens, like in Just Cause, mm. something insane, I'll be like, oh, that's quite cool. But I'm sure millions of people have replicated it themselves. <laughs> it's only when things happen in games, like maybe you fall through the geometry of a level and you start just falling into blackness and see the level, I'll go, ha, I'm going to record this. Well, I have seen several... Brag clips, basically, you have the ability to rewind the last 10 seconds of your game, yep. record it, and post it as a brag clip for our people in yep. the community to view and rate. Yeah, it's good. And it means and again, post on Facebook. Should you be that way inclined? Also gives you, a, in case you tell people you did something in the game and they don't believe you, mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. there you have it. But there uh, has been a couple of moments when I was watching a couple of Just Cause ones, because that is the ultimate game to do yeah. it with so far, I'm guessing, uh, where people would just find glitches in the game. Yeah. And it'd just be them walking around a bit of fence that was just <laughs> hanging in there. Yeah. But that'd be great if it was like uh, SmackDown versus Raw 2011, yeah. where there was a point when you're walking through the backstage area where their hands and legs would just fold back over their body <laughs> in a kind of giant clam. Wow. And I just sat and watched Christian Cage from every angle. <laughs> I could have posted that one online and you could have watched it. That's true. But you can rate these and, you know, the, uh, when we're talking to, what's his face, Mr. Grove? Mr. Grove. Uh, he was saying that there should be things like competitions based yeah. on this. And well, so you're saying they did that with in America before the launch of this with Just Cause. Yeah. He said they did that, you know, the best brag clip won something. But, I mean, it's I great. Do. It's really fun. It's really easy to use as well. I mean, on the controller, when I was trying it, just pressing the record, uh-huh. when I tried it was um, playing Duke Nukem Forever when a little boy gave me his uh, autograph book. So can you sign this for me, please, Mr. Newcomb? And I just drew a big dick and gave it back to him. And, uh, I'd like to see the statistic of how many decks are drawn yeah. in that one bit of paper. Especially on, even on the big board at the start of the game, you're yeah. given the same thing. Any man given a pen and a big space will draw a big dick. Bus stop Willie. A big hairy bus stop Willie. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, what was the other thing I wanted to say about the marketplace, even though we've moved on? If, uh, initially it was with Saints Row, if you pre-ordered that. Mm-hmm. It's now Batman, yep. Arkham City, if you pre-ordered that. They're going to send you out a free mm-hmm. console. Which I cannot stress enough. I much prefer it. I know it works fine on the PC, but I much prefer it through the TV. It mm-hmm. just seems to work a lot smoother. I mean, I do have a piece of shit laptop. Yeah. And I know that shouldn't really matter. It shouldn't it matter. It does make a difference. It matter with the process of the yeah. uh, video and things like that. But uh, playing it on the Mac mm-hmm. has been flawless. There was, uh, flawless. Flawless. There was a point where uh, I was playing something. Who knows? And probably, we, probably Lego Harry Potter. <laughs> possibly. My good lady wife came in and she's like, I want to watch some friggin' Harry Potter right now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, switched off the box, put it on the big TV, put a bit of Harry Potter on, mm. switched over to the, the laptop. And went away. And continued with my game. That is the kind of <laughs> future shit. Aye. That it should be already standard. Uh-huh. But it's not. No. And you see games like things coming out like the Wii U, and they're like, check this shit out. And you're like, well, check this shit out. <laughs> Effectively, On Life did come out with something the other week saying that we can we can do the Wii U right now. Yeah. You can be playing on... Uh, they haven't actually got an app through the App Store yet for mm-hmm. the iPad, but you can use it on Android tablets. Yeah. And there's talk of being able to use like your Android phone as, a, as the controller yeah. for your Android tablet. It's crazy. Which is great. Really cool, and when they start implementing more touchscreen controls into things, which they said they're going to do. Yeah. Bonanza? Bonanza. <laughs> uh... Well, is there any, any of the other parts that you really want to talk about, or do you want to make funny noise? I, I kind of just want to make funny noises. Uh, what was the other thing that they kind of announced recently? 
Because I think that's most of the big service. Yeah, I mean, there's all the other, other, the I other parts. I think we've done enough of a big advert yeah. for it so far. Uh, so before I get on to my minus points, Gav, because there are okay. a few, mm-hmm. maybe not just mine, but maybe a general views of the online system yeah. that we could smash through. Well, do you want to talk quickly then about how the games actually play? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I on Let's that talk about the actual games. <laughs> Let's do that. Because I don't think, I think it's very important at this early stage that people kind of temper their expectations mm-hmm. with it. If you're going to go into it, don't expect to be seeing full HD quality visuals running at 60 frames a second mm-hmm. as perfectly as you'd see it on a PlayStation or Xbox or on a PC. There is lag with the games. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, I mean, it's undeniable that, you know, you, you're playing a game, you press it, there is a slight delay in something happening. But it hardly makes the games unplayable, yeah. especially on the connection. If you're using a, a faster connection, the better your experience is really going to be. Yes. Well, that's what it comes down to. It comes yeah. down to how good is your connection. I mean, their minimum is what two meg. Yes. So I don't know what I'm pulling. Mm. I have no idea. But as far as I can see, there's been a few moments where there's been patches. Yeah, kind of artifacting and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah. The way, the, from what I can work out, the way the, the actual stream works when you're playing the game is that there are two versions of the stream. Mm. There is one for when the game is running yeah. in motion, and there's another one for when it's static. Yeah, and then it's... Cause so when it's static, it crisps up like oh, a yeah, it looks great, but there's nothing, when there's very little happening yeah. in the game, even when you're like... I noticed this playing Space Marine. It does get hectic very quickly, and that's when you start to lose a bit more of the, yes. the, the crispness. But in sections where you're just kind of walking around, mm-hmm. which sadly, which we'll get into next episode about Space Marine... There is a lot of just standing about. <laughs> uh, it just suddenly does you, as you say, crisp up, and you just go, fuck, this game is actually quite nice looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, things like you get this kind of scrambled images, it, it doesn't do anything to render the game unplayable. No. You can't, it doesn't make text that comes up unreadable. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone going into online, you need to just, as I say, realise it is a new service. Yeah, this is the starting point. Yeah, this only gets better from this point. Yes. It won't get any worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. So if you can, if this is your start point, you go okay. I can accept that this is what the service is. Mm-hmm. Then you're only going to get a better experience moving on. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I'd say as well that the onus for once is kind of removed from. See, this is one of the great things about it. It's it's taken that massive investment of a of a home console mm-hmm. out of the equation. Yeah, probably. absolutely. So that's why people like Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo might not be too thrilled. With this whole thing, because they're all at at one end of the spectrum, especially Sony Hmm. and Nintendo are fucking electronics distributors. Yeah, they're all in the hardware game, so they won't be chuffed. Or removes the need for them, but you aren't going to get the exact same standard that you're getting just now when you're sitting playing PS3 at home. There's a slight differential, but it's completely down to how fast your connection is, and that might be an issue for some folk, Hmm. but if you feel like you... Can run it, recommend it. As, as Bruce, our man Bruce Grove was saying, mm-hmm. the best analogy it. is definitely PBC iPlayer. Yeah. When it first came out, people said, this is shit, it looks terrible, it doesn't run well. But you, you stick with it. Look at it now, it's one of the most viable options for watching TV. Yeah, uh, pretty much it's replaced the television in my yeah. book. So, um, at, well, what would you really want to go into now, your minus points? Uh, well, they're, they're not minus points so much, we already kind of touched on one. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There's no minus. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it's more of the kind of detraction that seems to be going on on recently because I don't know if you saw there was uh, the studio that's working on the new Spider-Man game yeah. came out and said that they're not interested in non-life 
because they're they aiming though? for a more... Well, they've kind of retracted the statement I, From what I heard, it was the unofficial Facebook fan page oh, well, fuck for that game. Fuck that. That's exactly... OnLive made a big deal, or at least the OnLive fan on Twitter. Live game. I, uh, I saw this thing on Twitter. It was, it was them, and I was like, looking at it, and I had to read it a few times. I was like, are they really angry about what the Facebook fan page, unofficial mm-hmm. Spider-Man game, <laughs> said about their service that isn't even their service? <laughs> are they really pissed off about that? So I'm sure still there are people out there and there's developers out there that are wanting to see this be a proven technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, absolutely. And developers, is this is the point I was aiming for before, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the developers, the onus is on them to work towards making the service better. Mm-hmm. Because it removes publish- publishers yep. pretty much from them, uh, you know the whole process of getting disk based stuff out to people, release yep. dates, that whole shit. It's on them to make that service better and yep. to work with OnLive to make the streams better, to yep. make the responsiveness faster. Uh, so I, I don't see why they wouldn't support it to its fullest. <laughs> people like Ubisoft, uh, people like fucking EA, yeah. you know, should be right behind this. They should be, but I'm imagining they've got all very lengthy contracts with. Other yes, manufacturers. Yes. So obviously, diving into the world of OnLive has resulted in me looking at uh, more OnLive stuff mm-hmm. on the on the web. One of the things that annoys me so far mm-hmm. is the complete absence of uh, release schedules. Yes, you don't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. We know in a way there's Recentro and there's Batman Arkham City and Assassin's Creed Revelations. Yeah, Borderlands Two, uh, Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Four, uh, The Witcher Two. Yeah. Uh, these are games that they have announced, but in no way said when they're coming. They out. had big billboards up at Eurogamer, yeah. but I have seen it nowhere on the web. Yeah, nowhere except for like the pre-order for Arkham and for pre-orders for games that are definitely, you know, they say that these games are going to be available day and date. So when yes. Central comes out, you'll get it on on live on that day. As I will now. Mm-hmm. There was a bit of worry about when we were waiting on the service. Oh, what if it's shit, man? I'm going to have to buy, you know, yeah, have to buy it on PS3. You know, I'd really like to try it out on on live. But I think I'll probably end up just getting it on on live now. Pretty much, um, <laughs> it's a lot easier, and I don't need to leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. My little nitpick for it is I can't power it on with yes. the pad. Yes. You have to go over to the thing and touch the button. I know it's lazy, mm-hmm. but it's something you expect from a console these days. Yes, and it matches all the other consoles pretty much in every other way. Yes, except that, except that one little thing. And I don't know if that'd be a matter of a firmware update, but I guess it doesn't have a receipt. It may just be. It's not, a, it's not a huge deal. Yes. And, I mean, to be honest, when, on my TV, I've got like a little kind of switcher box between the two HDMIs. Yes, me too. So I have to get up anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't still, really matter, but still. But still. But still. Uh, there is now talk of a box 2.0, a oh, second yeah. one. Already? With, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's been out in the States for, what, like a year or something already? Yeah. So there's one that is Wi-Fi capable that yeah. I believe is coming soon. And there's also talk about the in-store consoles mm-hmm. are going to be more customizable or colors. Ah, yeah, different system. A hot pink version. A hot pink version uh, for the ladies. I saw the, the fellas. Yeah, all, all, yeah. The, all the big poofy fellas <laughs> like me. <laughs> uh, reading the websites as well, the it's so polarized, and I guess it is down to. The, I mean, we were the same. Yeah, you complete disbelievers. Then you use it, and you're kind of on board online. I think it's it. because we don't really care as much about how crisp a game looks or how mm-hmm. you know uh, 
if a game does kind of stutter for a second, I can go over that. Yeah. There's people on like, I can't, if the frame rate drops, then I'm just out, man. Yeah, I mean, if you're spending upwards of a grand on a gaming rig, mm-hmm. then on life probably isn't going to live no. up to your standards of, you know, separate graphics, CPUs Yeah, you, and you stuff set like yourself that. apart from that kind yes, of Yes, you're over there. That's yeah. cool. Enjoy it. I'm glad you've done so much money. Good on you. But the reactions all seem to be, this will never work. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just going to destroy your bandwidth. You know, yeah. your your cable provider is going to be up on your ass and things yeah. like that, which we, we we haven't seen yet. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but who knows? Uh, but like you were saying earlier, all this stuff is based on the fact that this is the service at the moment. Yeah, it's a tiny wee box, mm-hmm. and it does all this shit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we don't need to worry about it. We've got our access. Mm-hmm. That's your access point. Yeah. That stays pretty much standard, maybe except for a Wi-Fi or the ability yeah. to switch it on. All the processing power is sorted out All elsewhere. The, if some, a game comes out where they need you need to get an upgrade on your PC, they'll fucking do it. Exactly. That's Bruce Grove's fucking <laughs> yes, bag. Uh, the And again, you don't have to hope that a, a console will be supported for a long lifespan. Yep. You don't have to also hope... or. Uh, you don't have to expect the studio to try and shoehorn a game into what is obsolete tech by that yeah. point for the sake of mass market. Yeah, we can if, make a game specifically for yeah, new technology. Absolutely, and now you're going to get a chance to play some of the games that you couldn't have possibly played before because oh, you didn't have a PC. The right fact, I've been playing Deus Ex on my laptop, eight-year-old laptop, shitty, yeah. shitty laptop. <laughs> I can't stress how shy my oh, laptop it's, is. It's enough. ridiculous. It is just, it's, I, you get more processing power out of an orange. Yeah, but I'm playing it on that competently. And going, mm-hmm. This is amazing. I kissed my girlfriend square on the lips. It's really, been like what six, seven years since you kissed her. Exactly. Pressed my hard, rippling, corded <laughs> muscles against hers, <laughs> and then I cleaved her from breastbone to chest. <laughs> but anyway, the other major detraction mm-hmm. is uh, the old physical media argument, mm. which does seem to be dying down now. Yeah, a slightly. Bit. It's like PSP Go. No chance. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a UMD slot. Not interested. They have to make a UMD <laughs> slot for this. Vita. Not much said. Yeah, not, not a lot much hubbub. No. So you I know, think people are just starting to get their shit together. Thankfully, people are stopping worrying about how important a shitey plastic case and a five-page booklet of notes yeah. uh, is to their to their life. But uh, well, do you want to sum up? Sum up on how, life. How should we sum up on life? I think the best way, Gav. Mm-hmm. To sum up the whole experience, will be uh, for people going to give it a try themselves. Don't give it a shot yourself, it costs you nothing. And the fact that we are going to be using it an awful lot in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's, it's something I've been using daily. Jumping on, you know it's great, it's even just jumping on, just to see what people are playing. Mm-hmm. And I would never have done that on the Xbox, I'd never have done it on the PlayStation. See the fact I can just sit on and watch, jump on and go, oh look, Phil's playing fucking, I don't know, Pony Adventures, jump on and watch you playing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something about that that I just like, it's it's like a magnetic thing for me. You just go in and be like, I'm going to check out what he's playing. Absolutely. Uh, there was when, uh, I would have given a shit about that on the <laughs> PlayStation. When I was hanging out on Friday with uh, a good friend of the show, Sean Walker, <laughs> uh, we were hanging out, we were just chatting, having a couple of drinks, stuck on somebody's feed right. in the background, and we're both just, you know, sitting watching Shan somebody play a game in the background. It's quite cool just to have it sitting there. Okay. Uh, at the risk of building up to some kind of crushing kind of orgasmic crescendo at the end of this so far from what we've seen of on life Mm -hmm. there has been more scope 
for growth yeah. and new ideas in gaming. That sounds so fucking wanky. I do, it, but, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you, Phil. It uh-huh. sounds a bit wanky, but really I do does. agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shocking thing for it. There is the fact that it can be played on anything. There's the fact that they're building it to work with iPads. They're building it to work with your iPhone or yeah. Android devices. There's more... Uh, shit going on and more to look forward to from yeah. this one tiny console it costs you 70 quid yeah. then um, the Playstation's doing any 500 pound console that can ah, come out in the next couple of years it's pretty exciting stuff if I was going to divide, define it in a couple of words it would have to it's cautiously optimistic Phil yeah I'm cautiously optimistic because it's got a, it still has a long way to go in other people's eyes before it's a, it's, a, it's an equal Yes. At the moment, it's playing catch up, mm-hmm. but it's only going to be a matter of time. In my my opinion, before it's going to be an equal kind of playing field, mm-hmm. where developers are going to be like, "We're making this for online." Yes. yes. That's going to be the next big. That's going to be the next big step for them. Is we're not making this game for it's an it's an online exclusive game, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. obviously they're going to need the numbers behind that. They're going to need millions of people playing yes. online yes. using online for it before to be a that. primary focus. Yeah, but still, and it. It just remains that kind of viable option if you're looking for quick, relatively inexpensive forays into PC Absolutely. gaming. You won't I'm, get a cheaper access point. No, not for, for PC gaming. No games. Not. So, thumbs up. Cheers. Cheers. Not right. cheers. Not, not cheers. I Brag clips are plenty. Uh, this paid advertisement was brought to you by <laughs> OnLive. Uh, but you know, give it a bash, see what you think, let us know what yeah. you think as well. Oh, definitely let us know. You can reach us on Twitter at Geshcast, mm-hmm. or you can email us gesh at geshcast.com. Dot com. Well, now that OnLive's out of the way. Yep, we've done about 45 minutes just on OnLive, Jesus. which is pretty impressive. We could just do this as a solitary pod. You want to just do that? Uh, well, why don't we give them a little fucking jerk off? Why don't we sing this song? <laughs> Well, it's why don't we quickly do new release? New release slash what we've been playing. Okay, it's a new release. All right, okay. Well, Mike, Mike we'll not go. What are you doing? Oh, nice, nice. We'll tell you what. We'll do our first round of online games. Okay, next time. Yep, absolutely. And we'll stick to just traditional old, old school bullshit games, shitey past games. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for me, stud? I've been playing my favourite game of all time, Phil. That's fucking convenient. That's good, isn't it? What would that be? Well, I got Ico Shadow of the Colossus HD, mm. uh, PS3 release classics or whatever it's called. Mm. Uh, you can get it from about 25 to 30 quid nice. uh, on, on in stores. In stores now. Uh, two of the finest examples of PS2 games, mm. in my opinion. Uh, getting introduced to a whole new audience, which I'm kind of wary about because people are fucking idiots. And they're going to be like, well, the controls are all weird. Uh but I spent a lot more time with Shadow of the Colossus because that is essentially my favourite game ever made. Mm. Seeing how great it looks in HD, it's so crisp and clear, it runs so smoothly. You're like, this is it. This is when I was playing the PS2 game, going, see if this could only have a good frame rate. It would be the greatest thing ever. And now look at me. <laughs> Ten years later, playing the same old games that I've always played. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. But it's just such a brilliant mix of like fucking calming horse rides <laughs> and insanely kind of chaotic mental action. It's just perfect in every way. I cannot stress how good Shadow of the Colossus is. And Eco, Ico, meh, whatever you want to call it, is not as good in my eyes, but a lot of people see it as a better game. Yeah. I don't. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't. So all the frame rate issues and stuff are gone? For the most part, I. Is um, it the same kind of deal as what the other ones did? The God of War God games? God of War, Sly Cooper, that kind of thing. Redoing the textures? Yep, there's been te- it's been bumped up to the, the high hole. Mm. <laughs> it's been, it's, it looks great. I mean, you can still tell it's an old game. 
because things like you know paper hair yeah. and yeah. You know, some textures haven't been really updated that well. But it plays like nothing you've ever played before. Shadow of the Colossus. It's got the best horse in a game ever. Yeah. Um, Arrow. Better than, better than that Pippa game. Pippa Washington's Pippa, horses. Pippa Funnel. Pippa Funnel's horse. Better than, better than Epona. Better than fucking oh. any, <laughs> any horse. <laughs> and you, I'll give you this disc. You play it and you'll be like, holy shit, Gav, I love that horse. I'm looking forward to it because I think I've mentioned it before but they're the kind of classics that slip me by yeah uh, so yes you'll be giving me that when you're done I'll be having uh, that uh, I'll be having that anyway what have you been playing uh, I got hang on I'm going to see if this works right because it's time to bring back an old favourite do you hear that in the background Gav? nope do you remember what that music oh. signifies? Oh, we're back we're back <laughs> from software sequel to Demon Souls. Yeah. The spiritual sequel. As people Remember? say. Let me turn that down. It's <laughs> <laughs> doing my fucking boxing. Uh, finally got released. It did Dark Souls. Dark Souls for PS3, Xbox. That's it. That's about it. Uh, Game Boy Advance. Yeah. I was, well, we're both fans of Demon Souls. Indeed, yes. I am not as big a fan as you. I've not actually completed the game because <sighs> I know it's just... Sometimes oh, I do feel shame. I do feel it's too not. It's not even the fact that it's hard. It's aggravating that you die and you go right back and you have to beat all the same dudes again. Mm-hmm. It becomes a bit boring for me. Well, get ready for Dark Souls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ready for the same shit? <laughs> now, Demon Souls was most notable because it was incredibly fucking bleak and metal. Yes, right. Like I just a guy with really long curly black hair playing a guitar on like a cliff edge in yeah. front of a stormy sea. Inside a raven. Exactly. Have they done away with any of that? Have they made it any less? Now it is all about like unicorns and pink clouds. Oh, nice. They've totally taken on the whole blue sky and games thing. (laughs) Well, that's good. Have they (laughs) fun? This game is more metal. It looks a lot more metal. (laughs) (laughs) The the basically the whole thing has been kind of tightened up and expanded upon. Yeah. So where was in Demon Souls? You had a kind of central hub with these five worlds coming off it in, a, in archways yeah. and that initial hub was a safe zone that yeah. was your haven uh, the nexus mm-hmm. nothing to do with the wrestling you can never escape the nexus you can never escape the nexus uh, hanging out there with Stop Pell Thomas yep. and Dior of the Twin Fangs just having a massive laugh man. SPT man in uh, Dark Souls it is an open world effort right so you can just start off at one camp you pile off in one direction and just go wherever the hell you want basically uh, the opener for the game is you awaken in the undead asylum right a place where one can never leave god luckily you can oh right and then there is the most metal of intro movies that you'll ever see in your life yeah, man. I need to watch it once we finish this oh it's fucking amazing <laughs> Uh, once you've escaped it you're kind of the only clues you really get it does have a few more clues in Dark Souls Dark Souls started off you wandered into a, a, a space and then you're instantly killed yeah by you're a massive big demon dead. thing you're sent to a nexus start from here yeah and didn't really tell you much else no. this game walks into it in a slightly lighter pace okay which annoyed the fuck out me at first <laughs> I'll be honest with you you just wanted to step one step and spikes aye pretty much a big ball hits me in the face indeed uh, the game has more of a fighting mechanic to it as well okay. which seems a bit odd for anybody that's played the other one before you can kind of kick yeah. you can do kind of jumping lunges 
And if you're falling off an object, you can do a big strike down onto something. So cool. sometimes in some of the larger bosses, if you can get up high, down on their head. Nice. Uh, again, annoyed the shit out of me at first. I'm like, this isn't fucking what they've done. They're giving me what too much done? stuff. Not only is there sunlight, yeah, that's uh, exactly what it did shot to me. And take a breath there. Luckily, anyway, I arrive at this bit, I'm having a chat with this lad sitting by a campfire, and he says to me, there's two bells. One up in the church, pounds behind them. Right. One down there on the thin mate. Right. Didn't so, where'd you go? I went down to town first. Right. Down a wee staircase and a kind of portal looking circle in the ground. Okay. Hit the middle switch and it tumbles to the ground. Oh. Pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, here we go. <laughs> and the then the second benefit kicked in. Uh-huh. The ability to do the kick. It's called a kick. Mm-hmm. I think it's more meant to kind of debuff somebody or you know move their defences yeah. kick their shield out the way kind of thing but it's primarily used so far as far as I can tell sneaking up behind people and booting them up the arse <laughs> which is a great function you know, what game. happened when it went pitch black though how could you see pitch black you know back into normal demon souls uh, territory All right. of uh you know, it's got dark, a lot of light. It's grim. You're on a tiny platform and your little bead like light is ah, the right, thing okay. illuminating you around you uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, back on the back on the wagon. So I ran about that area. There's a couple of kind of easier looking guys booting folk up the arse. Nice. If you boot them hard enough, they'll fall off a ledge and die. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck, yucks all round. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a lot more yucks in this game. <laughs> Only self-made yucks. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I got a little bit further hounded by these three ghosts. Right. So I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I'll go and have a wee look up at the church. Oh. I'll go for a wander up that way. Got a little bit further, you know, kind of making my way. When you there's other campfires dotted intermittently around the map, and when you go to them, that's where you level up with the souls that you've collected off enemies right, that you've okay. killed. Again, if you die, uh, you leave however many souls you've collected at that point, wherever right. you've held, and if you then have to try and make it back to that point, regain your souls, and then continue a little bit yeah. further. Chip away. It is a game of chipping away. It is, totally. Uh, so when you get to one of these campfires that are dotted about the place, you can level up, you can... There's some kind of function to regain your humanity. Okay. So when you start off, you're this really hollowed-out-looking mother, like big black sockets and <laughs> paper-like skin and stuff like that, and, and then you find shards of humanity, which I'm guessing, I'm not that far into it, you can use to regain your humanity, because okay. there's that option at the campfires. And then you'll start to look more normal, more. like the the build that we played at Eurogame. Ah, yeah. There are we more like you or I. More like you or I. There's uh, the character customization at the start of the game is a bit more in depth, mm-hmm. but still looks exactly the same. So that kind of PS2 style. style. Hi, yeah. in that great way. <laughs> the whole thing is lovely and crisp, beautiful textures. The kind of vistas dotted around the place yeah. again are just magnificent, and then dotted about the place are, you know, giant fucking dragons. Yeah. There's a lot more set PC bits in it, so you'll be running up a moment and then like a giant dragon will just land right in front of you <laughs> and like, knock down a fucking tower in front of you and take off again. And you're like, uh oh, I'm gonna have to fight that dragon. Yeah, well, that's I think even in the first I remember Demon Souls watching the intro video. Yeah. The massive dragon king thing. Yeah. Seeing that and going, Do you have to fight that? And you're like, Yep. <laughs> like, For fuck's sake. <laughs> that is one of the major bonuses of uh of Dark Souls and Demon Souls, if it's there and it looks horrible, you're probably going to have yeah. to battle with it at some point. So, letting the cat in. Let the cat in. Hello. Uh, 
I think I got up to maybe level six or seven already. Okay. There's no like that first bit in Demon Souls. We've got to kill the first boss before you can level right. up. Yeah. This straight off the bat, you oh, can start good. leveling up. Uh, I went a kind of magic sorcerer type. So I've been working on my magics, yeah. getting my. I think that's the way it goes. Like, yeah, it seemed to be in the first one. Get people from afar. Yes, yes. Get Safety far. and distance. Indeed. Uh, but expect more Dark Souls update. It's going to consume my life for the uh, next. Well, I'm so happy I got it yesterday. Yeah. Because it's it was what Monday yesterday. Yep. Uh, I'm going uh, away to see some friends on Thursday. Uh, I was going to be away when it actually hits the shops. So you're going to get proper. a couple of days into it. Yeah, a good couple of days. I don't have to be sitting over at my pals like, can I wait to get home? <laughs> uh, I hate this. <laughs> why did you invite me here for your birthday? <laughs> so I'd be like, yes, Dark Souls yep. all week. Go off a happy man, ready to get erect. Get wrecked. <laughs> Up it in. But I expect more uh, Soul Man style Dark Souls updates as the weeks go on. As events warrant. Uh, we're going to have to kick into everybody's favourite, favourite uh, <coughs> podcast within a podcast. Real Game quick. Of phones. Let's see if we can get these two idiots on the horn. I'll try and tune them in. Come in. Come in. Wind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to everyone's favourite podcast within a podcast. It's a micro podcast, game but within a bigger podcast. I'm going to talk about the game that I played on my Android device, available on the Android market for free with ad support. Ooh, nice. It's called Aliens Invasion. <laughs> Aliens Invasion is a side-scrolling game from iTree Gamer, where your cowboy character walks from left to right, taking out... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? Stop. What? Stop talking. <laughs> I don't know, it's frightening. Oh, come on, man. Okay, carry on. Oh, I don't know, he's taking the life out of that. Anyway, so you got this cowboy character, right? Uh, really, not much else to say after that. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> um, basically, what happens is you walk from left to right through all the uh, sort of cartoon sort of side scroller. You walk from left to right through the levels, blasting these big Geiger esque metal aliens. Nice. They've all got different colours, so you know which ones are tough and which ones are fast, etc. Loads of upgrades to buy from killing aliens or looting houses. Uh, and fun boss battles is a good distraction. It's completely free and it's surprisingly well made. Nice, Phil. What have you been playing? Excellent. I've been playing Disney's Where's My Water. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there it is on the iOS store. Mm-hmm. So iPad, iPhone, a- Apple. Sixty-nine pence. It's a liquid physics-based puzzler. Okay. In which uh, you—it's kind of set up like Angry Birds. Right. It's very Angry Birds inspired. Yeah. In fact, but you know, like, it's like definitely. Yes, but the same setup for the level select and things like that, and scope for more levels to be added. Okay. Basically, there's an alligator called Swampy, mm-hmm. who, unlike the rest of the alligators who live in the sewers, uh, wants to maintain a high level of hygiene. Hygiene so, is above a station. <laughs> exactly. The other alligators, however, do not take too kindly to this. Ah, swampy. You must try and get the liquid H2O from wherever it's been kept at the start of the stage. Down through, like either by digging through mud or you know, setting past different switches and right. pipes, hoses, fire and water about, and get it to his kind of shower head okay. and his bath. Dead simple. <laughs> uh, you have to contend with kind of poison water as well oh. and uh, gel, kind of oh. explosive poisonous gel as well. Oh. If the gel meets the poison water, mm-hmm. explodes. Yuck. If water meets poison, if normal water meets poison water, makes more poison water. Oh. I know, Gavin, imagine the puzzles that come from this. Oh, God. They are many and they are quite good. I don't want to think about it. 
It uh, has a nice Disney level of charm to it. Okay. It uh, was made by the people who made Jelly Car. Oh, right, yeah, I like uh, Jelly Car. It's highly recommended. Excellent. And it's going to get bigger. It's going to be, I'm guessing it's going to be sported a la Angry Birds. It only gets better from here. Online! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that seems to be the end of Game of Phones. Join us next time for Scotland's number one podcast within a podcast. To the wall! Bye. Bye. That was an amazing game of phones. Thank you to uh, the good folks in Earth 2. Earth 2, Gavin Phil. They review uh, the very finest. Hopefully that will keep going at some point. Recording difficult. Oh, there we ah, go. There we See, go. we're fine. Better recording uh, difficult. Yes. So, uh, thanks very much for listening once again. Yes, it's all been a fantastic show. And mm-hmm. we just want to say thank you. Very on live focused. Yes, very on live focused. And we will probably have something up on the website about them at some point. Possibly. But if you want to try this, try this, please. Try this, it's really good. But um, yeah, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can mm-hmm. on Phil. Gesh at geshcast.com. Yep, or you can reach us on Twitter at geshcast. Uh, please do leave a review on iTunes mm-hmm. and subscribe on iTunes if that's what you're into. Go to the website and have a wee look at it because it's beautiful. It looks good, doesn't it? Geshcast.com. Mm. So all that's left to do is say goodbye, everyone. Gav, say goodbye. Goodbye. Louisa, say goodbye. 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 Viva la raza.